Thank you for listening to this Podcast One production. Available on Apple Podcasts and Podcast One. It's that little chico pit boom, Mr. 305, but it said Mr. Worldwide. You already know what it is. Listen to my new podcast from negative to positive. Subscribe today. Now, part of the things that we're doing over here at negative to positive is encouraging people to change their lives, change the things that are within their power. I want to thank our good friends at KFC for helping me bring this to you. Feed your whole crew with KFC. Let's go. I can get the KFC bucket of chicken and you know, that's fire. Now, Bobo, you know that you can get that mac and cheese, that mashed potato, gravy, those biscuits. Now, that's that's trouble right there. That is fire right there. You know, on negative to positive, we're always talking about striving and achievement. And, and the Colonel Sanders story is, is a story that inspired me since I was 10 years old. Look how life comes full circle. Now I'm talking about Colonel Sanders and Kentucky Fried Chicken and how much I love it. <laughs> Listen to my new podcast from negative to positive. Check out the vodcast. Subscribe today. Apple Podcast. Podcast One. Spotify. Does anybody want breakfast? Guys, let's go. I'm leaving for McDonald's in five seconds. Why do you start with that? The Breakfast Stampede Meal. It's only at McDonald's, where there's a meal for every morning. And nothing says morning like a classic sausage McMuffin with egg. Right now, get this all-time favorite for just two bucks on the one, two, three dollar menu. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer or combo meal. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another brand new episode of the Collider Games Podcast. My name is Dennis, and I'm here with Joshua Vares. And for the first time, we've got uh, one of our fellow uh, Collider team members. Uh, uh, Greg Smith. Hello. Thanks for having me. We are happy to have you on here. And also just to get your insight into these games and gaming news and all the things going on. Um, so uh, right off the top... First news topic, Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order. Me and Dorian got to go to an event in Anaheim where they got to let us play the game for about two to three hours. We also oh, talked nice. to some of the developers. We talked to um, the narrative lead, uh, whose name's Aaron Contreras. We also talked to Jeff Majors, who was a, a lead uh, level designer, and he came over from God of War. So, uh, yeah, so that was interesting. And just being able to play the game, and I mentioned this, me and Doran did a separate video about this, but we did playing it, you know, watching the trailers is always a fun thing, right? You can get hyped off the trailers, but not until you actually get in there and start playing it. You you get more hyped and more, you realize, okay, they're going to deliver what what they look like they're promising. What Mm. they're promising is... An action adventure game. It's not multiplayer. It's not. There's no loot boxes or microtransactions. Heavy, heavy focus on the story. There were story elements in what we played, but but not a lot, just because they said they didn't want to spoil too much for us. Um, there's a lot of platforming, puzzle solving to go along with the you know the the melee combat which you know it felt like uh, assassin's creed or god of war or obviously uncharted but that that's my impressions from it i mean what's your guys's thoughts about this game heading into it because you know star wars games much like the movies are is you know a bit of a, it's a hot hit topic yeah, yeah and it's a, just a debate that people are always having oh this sucks you know battlefront was 
you know, not it had like mixed results the way that it was received. And so I, I feel like this is a game that's supposed to, you know, bring back at least in the video game sense, Star Wars is like a I think top I, tier franchise. I think it will. I think this will be the game to bring the fans back specifically because. I spoke about it a while ago. The last time there was a good action adventure Star Wars game was maybe like The Force Unleashed, mm-hmm. and that was that was so long ago. So my bi- well, you got to play it. So my biggest question is, is how is the atmosphere? Because with uh, with regards to any kind of Star Wars related mm-hmm. thing, you need to make sure you get that big space atmosphere correctly and get it down right. Well, I mean, what we played was only one world. I mean, there's another world, and when you travel from world to world, you get on the ship. And at least from what I played, there was no actual space mm. interactions to it. It's just like you hop on the ship, you say, I want to go to this planet, and okay. they take you Fair to, enough. Yeah. to the planet, right? So you don't get that sense. But you get the sense of like, okay, these are different worlds with the, their own different feel to them. And so you had that there where one planet was had some snow and another planet was a jungle. Oh, you know what I mean? What, you go into caves and – you know passageways and, what's, and what's the weather like. what's the weather system like i mean obviously different per planet but um like the realism of it how does it i didn't it, see like, too much of a change to be honest with you in terms of weather system cuz this is a pretty straightforward this when you i mean th- the game's more about story than anything else I yeah, think. yeah and action and like puzzle solving yeah. you know a lot of it's puzzle solving to be honest and one of the one of the things i did like was that you can um in order to solve these puzzles, you actually have to utilize different aspects. One is um, your lightsaber. Two is jumping. Three is running on walls. Four is using force abilities. There's a force ability that slows things down. So you actually will use the force ability to stop oh. or slow down objects Little to Max jump Payne. on them. To jump on them. Oh, I like that. And then before – and your force ability runs out. So – you can't just like slow it down forever and then just hop on. You got to do it and then do it quickly enough and and whatnot. That's so you're, pretty cool. Yeah. So you're combining a lot of these, you know, uh, gameplay mechanics together in order to solve yeah. these puzzles. That sounds really fun. Yeah. It, it, the idea of a kind of uncharted inspired story driven like action platformer mm-hmm. as a Jedi sounds like. Incredible to me. It's needed for the community. Absolutely. It's so needed, yeah. My question is, does it feel like any of the other successful Star Wars games, like a Jedi Knight or a Jedi Outcast or anything like that? I'd only played a little bit of those games. I played Force Unleashed. I mean, yeah, the combat, you get a little, you know, it's similar to Force Unleashed. But like I said, it's, it's it, it for, feels more akin to these other mm-hmm. AAA titles. Mm-hmm. You know, it's Respawn. Um, I don't know if you guys. I know you've played Apex Legends. Are you yeah. a big Apex Legends? No, guy? but no. I did. I did really enjoy Titanfall too. Yes, so especially did I. their use of narrative and humor and mm-hmm. personality. Yeah, so it's weird because it's like it's a third person game, so mm-hmm. it's not first person. But they use a lot of similar gameplay mechanics in terms of you can run against the <laughs> the walls oh, and jump. That. And so, but it's from a third person perspective. So. I, when I played it, it felt like a respawn game. Yeah, with the tight controls, it just was from a different perspective. So that you know, one of the things you you always worry about when you play a game is, are the controls? Do they yeah. feel good? And they felt good. Yeah. Do you feel like a Jedi? Um, I mean, the the thing is, is I played it. You know, it sounds weird. Two to three hours, like not enough time to like, because you get skill points. 
like much like so any up, of those up, games. Upgrade, upgrade yeah. so, so you can like choose. light RPG sort of. Yes, yeah. you got yes. Your skill trees and stuff. Exactly. Okay, yeah. Um, and then that that part is like you know much like Assassin's Creed. They even have like the little branching of the of the different skills. Oh yeah, and yeah. Right. And well, so. that's that's good because my issue with I mean we're not I know we're talking about the game now, but the Star Wars movies lately is that. Haven't really the Jedi haven't really feel they don't really feel like Jedi. Yeah, they're not really doing much Jedi things, you know. So it'll be nice to have like a game where you get to actually see like the full force of the Jedi, mm-hmm. you know. No pun intended. Yeah, <laughs> maybe a little pun, pun intended. Yeah. yeah. Uh, uh, did Did you get a sense because the titles you name checked like God of War, yeah. Uncharted, those? What I love about those are the personality of the characters. Did you get a sense for like who these characters are? Not yet. Mm-hmm. Not yet. Uh, I mean, there's little bits, right? You have this little droid with you called BD-1. Yeah. He's cute. I love he, him already. And, and he hops around and he does scans things for you. He searches like your bo- like boxes. Like you come across boxes and they he goes in and finds whatever, you know, loot is in there. So there's a little personality to him. I mean, your character does talk and say things, but I only encountered like one cut scene. So like mm. at this point, I haven't gotten, you know – familiar with what his character is like. And Did you get to do much combat? Yeah, it was mostly combat and um, would that, would puzzle you, solving. Would mm-hmm. you say it's, that's uh, the combat's mainly uh, lightsaber orientated with a bit of Jedi powers thrown in? Or? Yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm sure that probably branches up as you unlock your skill tree. Yeah, like one of the skills that I, I, I upgraded to was just a slashing lightsaber move, you know, and mm. like it would you, if you hold down the, uh, the the Y button. We were using Xbox, Xbox yeah. controllers. He, you know, you would kind of charge up and run into someone and slash. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. There was things like that. You can you can extend your force slowdown ability, which is cool to use whether it's puzzle solving or combat when you're fighting people to do that. It like once you get into some certain combos, it will like automatically get do kind of an animation, like a kill animation. Yeah. Um, Does it feel kind of like, it sounds maybe a little similar to like an Arkham Asylum? Is, is it sort of free-flowing combat like that? Kind of, yeah. Mm-hmm. Kind of like that. Um, I don't know why, but what you're describing kind of makes me think of the the uh, Dishonored series, if you ever played that. Mm-hmm. Mainly with like, also, I played the first the Dishonored. Way you can switch out the through, like mainly just the, the, the techniques and abilities, uh-huh. like slowing down stuff. Yeah, I mean, I think that one comes just from. Remember when uh, Kylo Ren oh, yeah. slows down the the laser bolt mm. and then he lets it go? Like you can do that in the that, game. That's cool. Sick. Very that's cool. Sick. Yeah. yeah. So and you deflect laser, lasers and and, and whatnot. Well, so well, I don't the know. Fun Jedi stuff. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I'm just. I think it's very promising. I think, like I said, the in terms of the story, that remains to be determined yeah. because we didn't see enough of it and. And also, you know, the combat is fun, and it's just more about um, the progression of of what you can do later on, and mm-hmm. if that keeps you still interested. I mean, usually for me, the story is important to keep me invested, and then the characters, obviously, and then then hopefully the gameplay mechanics go along. I mean, I just finished. Uh, I've been talking about that game Control uh, from Remedy for a while now, and I just finished that. I think a week or two ago. And what I liked about it, it's not a big, big game like this is going to be. But within the context of, of that, you build your abilities as the game progresses. Yeah. And you once you learn those new abilities, then they ask you to utilize them in some sort of fashion. And it, it was just a nice progression where I was always getting, gaining new things 
that led to new experiences within the game. And it kept so. you interested. Yeah. 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 So we'll see if that happens. Yeah, it game. keeps you invested and it. It, it constantly rewards you while still challenging you. Yeah. That kind of mechanic. But it's definitely not – I wouldn't call this an open world game. Mm-hmm. Um, you can go to different planets, I think. Because um, like in the beginning of the game – there's like three planets. They told you really go to this one because like so, the other so it's ones. Fa- it's fairly linear, you'd say. I'd say so. I mean, I think you can choose the order in which you mm-hmm. do missions, but it's I, it's not like Red Dead Redemption, right? Yeah. Where yeah. you're like, hey, I can go over here and live this life. And yeah. Do that for, for like three days before yeah, anything even happens. I, yeah. There's no like, I'm going to this guy and he's going to teach me how to like kill uh whatever fish with my lightsaber and i'm just yeah. gonna do that or i'm gonna go to this place and gamble yeah you know there's no uh what was that i don't know if either one of you played knights of the old republic but what was the mm. what was the name of the card game that people mm. gambled with i know oh. what you're talking about um i forget i forget as well they made a real life version of that yeah yeah, yeah. so like there's none of that at least from <laughs> what i've seen there's none of that i didn't have any like interaction bubble like dialogue choices right, or right. anything like that. So it's it's much more of the contained contained uncharted. Well, not, you you get good stories out of that. You know? Absolutely, and and yeah. I didn't see and maybe there are side missions. There probably are, but I didn't encounter mm-hmm. any where like even like Assassin's Creed you have a lot of side missions. So I would say much more contained than than that. Yeah, that sounds kind of like it could be a benefit to this game mm-hmm. uh, to really focus on the story and to like craft it almost as a creator-driven project yes. rather than a player-driven project. If yeah, that makes sense. like you're not creating your own character. There's the character. Yeah. He looks the way you you're can playing get... this one journey. Yeah, and he gets you can get different outfits, and that's about the customization is like you can change outfits and you can change the color of uh, BD one stripes. You know, you know what I mean, like. <laughs> In lightsabers, you can get like different customizations for that. That's cool. But it's all kind of reminds know. me of like the 2000s gaming. Uh, you know, when everyone was oh. doing like the action games. There were like very limited customization mm-hmm. where it's like they just threw it in for fun. You know, mm-hmm. it doesn't really play much of a role. Mm-hmm. It's just hey, it's there. It's nice. Why not? You know. Yeah. So a little bit of customization. I'm looking forward to it. It's uh, what November 15th. It's coming out. Uh, looking forward to it. Big day. That's also Pokemon Sword and Shield, I think, comes out that day. I think Death Stranding, too, if wow. I'm not mistaken. Big day. I think, yeah. Uh, I think Death Stranding comes out, like, the 7th. Is it the 7th? Okay. Or Maybe the 8th. Let me, let me double eighth, check on that. Yeah. Let me see Death But either, either way, big, uh, I mean, um, oh, wait, no, hold on. Um, uh, yeah, you're right. Death Stranding is the 8th. Yeah, it's the 8th, yeah. So, so November, big month, like yeah, all, like games. They they pack them and we complained about this. I think last, you you, uh, you weren't on last week, but uh, Dorian and uh, Mini Lad were on last week, and we yeah. talked about like they put all the games because they want the holiday season, right? So from mm-hmm. yeah. October to December is when all the big because you know we, here at Collider we we cover movies and television, and we're used to a bigger cycle. I mean, both movies and television have very expanded since you know. Since the day of when I grew up, right? Yeah. Like, like before, summer used to be the dead season for t- television, right? No longer. No, now ne- TV is just always happening. E- yes. It just never just stops. No, never no, stops. No, no turning and off, movies, man. like, literally there's, like, two period, two short periods of dead time, which yeah. is the beginning of January yeah. 
the end of August, beginning of September. Mm-hmm. It's about the two, and even those windows are slowly closing. They sure are. Yeah, some of the bigger movies like like uh, Black Panther Get Out, they're debuting like early winter and just crushing. Yeah, nothing it, means anything anymore. But video games still have like it's it's all in the holiday season. Yeah. I mean, that's why I was kind of glad that Last of Us Part Two and Cyberpunk are not. Wait, I think those games are just so large that they don't have to wait for the holiday season. Yeah. People are going to buy it regardless. Yeah, those are going to be events no matter what. Yeah, and it, I think uh, the Stadia Stadia is coming out like two days off to that as well. Yeah, so, yeah, um, that's interesting. So speaking of Death Stranding, we got the the embargo date, mm. which is November first, which is a week before. Now, uh, if you follow me on any of the social media stuff. I posted a picture, a picture of Death Stranding downloading on my brand new purchased PS4. I don't know, I don't know, Greg. You don't know about me, so I am more of an Xbox guy. Yeah, um, I, I owned a PS3, but I bought late in cycle. Same thing happening for this cycle. I just bought a PS4. Yeah. Did you get a pro or a regular? I got a regular. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, people are like, you know, PS5 is coming around next year. It's like <laughs> I know that. But Death Stranding is coming out now. Yeah. Also, you know, I want to play God of War, yeah. which is a PS4 exclusive. Um, I have that if you want to borrow it, by the way. Uh, I have it. I have oh, it. Do you yeah. have Spider-Man? No. I finished uh, that and sold it. Uh, okay. Because Spider-Man I need to borrow. Yeah. I have The Last of Us uh, remastered yep. because well, that's essential. Free. That's free this month, yeah. Yeah. I, I got it for free anyway. Oh, so there you go. But uh, I, I want to play that just because uh, – Greg doesn't know my my PS3 story. Uh, so I bought a PS3 specifically for Last of Us yeah. because I was like, this people are saying this is, you know, one of the greatest games of all time. It's right up my alley. I'm I'm into the post apocalyptic thing, uh, and then bought it, got it. There was a glitch in the game. What? So the oh, glitch was the glitch the was that it is the manual saved in. Whoa! So it only had it only saved the checkpoints, and then for the most part, in the beginning, I played a good two three hours of it, and I was fine. And I just got to this one point because I suck at stealth. Yeah, me too. And there's a a stealth part in it with the glickers, and and like I would get past it and be like, yes, I got past it, and then I would die in combat later on, and then the save was yep before i yep. couldn't manually save and it was a known bug and they just they supposedly fixed it but for some reason mine would not fix yeah you couldn't like download a patch no or it did not fix and i was like and i just gave up on it. i was like i'm not you know maybe they knew about you and they were like let's really challenge him yes let's give uh, him the works yeah i'm the wrong person to challenge on stealth because i'm like <laughs> i always loathe like any game that's like open like where you decide like i'm gonna play this Stealth, or I'm gonna play the. It's like no, I always beef up my guy to be a you know, just be a tank the strongest. Yeah, I'm uh, the, the exact same way. Yeah, like I, I, you know, cause the stealth just gets me nervous. Like guys walking around, mm-hmm. but but anyway, so I have Death Stranding. Got it. Can't say anything about it until November first. But what is your guys's anticipation level for this game, and what are you expecting out of it? I'm very excited for Death Stranding just because he's such a idiosyncratic voice in video gaming. Mm-hmm. Uh, I loved uh, uh, PT. Mm-hmm. That mm-hmm. shit 
Can we swear? I yeah. just did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That shit <laughs> Too late fucked <laughs> me up okay. in a way that, like, rocked my core in a way a video game hadn't in such a long time. And to hear that this is an even kind of, like, bigger budgeted in scope sort of, but still very experimental, uh, I, I, I can't wait for it. I'm very intrigued. Uh, you know, a fun fact, bring, oh, I'm so upset about this. If you own PT, that's that's it. It's gone. It's gone. I can't. I want to get PT so bad, but because I never owned it when it was available, I can I can never it's play it again. Such a uh, that whole story makes no oh. sense to me. Why not let people? What, what does Sony have to lose? It's. I mean, I guess I kind of see the. Actually, no, it makes no sense that they got nothing to lose. Like the, yeah. their biggest complaint was, I guess it's an hour long. The game is an hour and like ten minutes mm-hmm. max. You know what I mean? But oh, it was excellent, excellent, mm-hmm. excellent. I think uh, I think it's going to do well. I think everyone needs to take it with a grain of salt, like with anything that gets overhyped, like because right. mm-hmm. we're in that stage right now where it is a little overhyped. It's it's Hideo Kojima. It's the world's looking at him. You know what I mean? Yeah. And it, a lot can go wrong with that. But I think if you take all that like away from it, it's going to be a good game. It's going to be the closest thing to a movie we're going to get from him because I would like to see him, uh, him make a movie. Absolutely, that, that'd be fantastic. You know, bringing all, all his director friends and stuff. Yeah, the, that that'd be tight. It's not. I think it's going to be good. Um, I, I guess I guess I can't say anything about it until November first either. So. <laughs> um, were you a fan of the Metal Gear games at all? Yeah, it's it's interesting you talk about sucking at stealth. <laughs> yes, I love everything about and surrounding the Metal Gear games, especially how they kind of get into meta trickery mm-hmm. um, and be about storytelling in some ways, except for. Having to hide in that dang box and sneak around <laughs> and the damn exclamation point ooh, oh my gives God. me such anxiety. Oh, my God. I, I remember that. Yeah. And I, I played the original NES one. Yeah, and it's yeah. the same thing. Yeah. Like it had that same – they use the same sound effect. <laughs> and like you're – you know, it's a, a top-down view and your guy's like walking around and people are like – it was one of the hardest games I ever played. Yeah, no the kidding. Suspense, man. I, yeah. I mean, I love those moments though. Like, yes. I love those where it's like everything's riding on it. Yeah, no. Oh, man. Um, you know what? I would while we're on the topic. It's a little off topic, but I I pray to the lords of gaming that one day they will do a second Metal Gear Rising. Mm-hmm. Which, if you guys ever play that, it's a hack and slash Metal Gear game. It was fantastic. What but, was it for? Um, I I it was on PS3. I got it on PC though, and mm-hmm. it looked beautiful on yeah. PC like the the engine as well uh, they had a function where you could just like basically pause time and just slice through someone like maybe a, a thousand times <laughs> if you wanted to and they would just get into smaller and smaller pieces oh or like goodness. the robots you're fighting oh it was and so did beautiful it, did it kind of borrow the what I love about the Metal Gear Solid franchise is the sort of cyberpunk uh, uh, well, low tech, high tech aesthetic of it, it all. Took, it took the main character, uh, yeah. uh, the main character of Metal Gear Rising, which was one of the characters from Metal Gear, mm-hmm. uh, Raiden or Raiden, or however I'm pronouncing that wrong. Um, uh, he is a cyborg himself, yeah. and then he gets like essentially in the first chapter of the game gets like wiped out, and they have to rebuild his body, and it's like we have the technology. I'm <laughs> I'm so in on this game. They they like uh, this game came out years ago, but yeah. basically they turned him into a super cyborg, Oof. and it was I think it was also like just a rant and rave on like someone's uh, graphics cards because it was it was just it pushed it to the limits but it was a beautiful game i gotta um, play this yeah highly recommended the story is interesting <laughs> let's uh-huh. just leave it at that it's very interesting um very metal gear but uh yeah, yeah no it's it's a great hack and slash i highly highly recommend it to anybody listening who hasn't played it yet you could probably probably pick it up for like five bucks on yeah Steam, no kidding i'd imagine yeah it seems like a good way to kind of uh 
enjoy the aesthetics of Metal Gear without having to have anxiety about the stealth. Exactly. Sounds perfect. You're just like running and like, Ugh. excuse my language, you're just fucking shut up with a giant yeah. sword. It's amazing. It's, Sounds it's fun. Running around, killing Metal Gears. Yeah. All right. Uh, let's move on to the next topic. We've got Fortnite Chapter 2. Um, I'm admittedly not a huge Fortnite guy. I've played a little bit. I, I much prefer the first-person Apex Legends. Mm-hmm. Um, but this event, when I kind of heard about it and kind of looked into it, watched some videos on it, it's actually really cool. Um, do you play Fortnite, Greg? I played Fortnite for approximately 15 seconds, uh-huh. and then I was like, I'm too old. I don't get it. And I put my controller down and walked outside <laughs> and took a walk. Uh, what part did you not get or not like? For me, it's the building. Like I yes. just I, I can't build. Yes. Like that gameplay mechanic. While I'm fine, I'm like, no, it's, it's I, I can't do that. I can't and run that, and chew gum. Game now, like yeah. that yeah. is that essentially within like the first season that became the whole. Game. If you can't build, you, you can you're not going to have a good time. <laughs> yeah, I uh, think I'm I, I'm impatient mm-hmm. when it comes to multiplayer shooters. I just kind of want to be dropped in and immediately start kind of fighting folks. Uh-huh. And when I got dropped in, there was, like, nobody around. That's a, that's the Battle Royale now. Yeah. It's mm-hmm. the Battle Royale. I remember Call of Duty, Black Ops 4, the Blackout. Like, yeah. That one was worse for me than Apex. Like, Apex, like, I can, I'll run into some people. You know what I mean? You know where to go. Like, I remember playing Blackout. Uh, I was, like, 20 minutes of, like, didn't see a single soul. That's wild. That's true, yeah. Yeah, and then finally it, like, crashed on me. Like, I didn't die. Like, the game just crashed. <laughs> oh, and that I was, sucks. You know, and this was, this was during, yeah, this was, was during the, the beta. Like, the it was beta, during, the, yeah. during the beta. That makes and sense. And I was like, man, come on. Yeah. I don't know if they kept this in the game. I haven't, I haven't played a Blackout since the beta came. I played it so much that, like, first week mm-hmm. uh, that it came out. But um, they add, in the ba- I remember in the beta you could uh, pick up basketballs and you could throw someone with the basketball and if by chance you managed to get that hit in it counted in, as an instant kill. Oh wow! They would just I really enjoy died. that. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I really enjoy that. Um, Randomly killing someone with the basketball. But did, did you guys look into this chapter two stuff? I thought it was really cool that they had this thing because look, you know they they obviously Fortnite's still king. But they're getting a little heat from Apex Legends. Mm-hmm. You know the popularity of that is growing, and also Apex Legends kind of. Want people over with with the new map, and in this Fortnite Chapter Two, they're ending Chapter One, and I, having this cool like black hole event that ends Chapter One. I loved that. I, I appreciate any time a kind of big video game giant is willing to take such a huge risk and yeah. get a lot of flack for it, as they kind of have been yeah. from like kids and parents yeah. and stuff like that. Well, um, well, what, how many hours was it out? Like, was it a whole day? It or was two? like a good, like, day or two, which... Yeah. It was, I think well, that's awesome. I think it's awesome, I, too. There was one point in time where I went I went on Twitch, and it was still the number one streamed game. Just the no, black hole. Just the black... Nothing was happening. Oh, oh. Love it. That oh. was fantastic. Yeah, I saw on t- uh, Twitter, uh, I think it was a Jay Williams. He's uh, someone that I uh, used to do a MMA show with, and he tweeted out, like... He's like, there's like 30,000 people watching a, a stream that has nothing on it. And he's like, this is what's wrong with the world. Okay. <laughs> well, okay. Um, but but I, I like that they did this. They took that yeah. risk. It's, it's such a great marketing ploy. It really what, is. What, what's what's going to get people talking about Fortnite? Well, I mean, this, like. I, I mean, can... other than already people talking yeah. about Fortnite. The ability to not play Fortnite will get more people hungry for Fortnite. Yeah. It's so smart. And, and I with can a brand talk new... about. 
I can talk Man. about chapter one for probably 20 minutes. I'm not going to. Okay. But just like Fortnite chapter one in general, it's – I played it from season one till season, I want to say seven. Mm-hmm. And it's like – it's one of those games where towards – I'm glad that they blew up that world <laughs> like and that they're starting over. Mm-hmm. I think a lot of people are because I stopped playing around season seven where there was just – too much, yeah. way too much stuff that they've like uh, that they put in the game. It was just, which is why I was playing more Apex. Still, am playing more Apex. But the one thing that you have to give Fortnite is their beautiful way of telling this narrative story over the course of like a yeah. year and a half, two years, season by season, slowly adding little things in, creating this, this. I mean, they had that one moment which was also viral, great marketing, which was. Um, Everybody went into this like spurt realm almost, and there was like little like there was shit flying around. Oh yeah, yeah. I, like I remember when that happened. Uh, th- that happened to me while I was playing the game as well. And like it's as soon as you create a, a live event like that where millions of, pe- of people are experiencing it at the same time, you, it's going to go immediately on like Twitter and Instagram. It's going to blow up. So they knew exactly what they were doing as well. And then I think one of the things I enjoy about this is they showed just like how bad some of like. I don't really believe in video game addiction. I believe you don't believe in video game addiction. I, be- I believe in good parenting. Oh, <laughs> I believe I believe in good and bad parenting. But I but some of these kids, man, like yeah. crying yeah. as they can't yeah. play Fortnite. Oh, I'm man. like discipline your children. No, like you probably don't believe in weed addiction or gambling addiction. I either. think you, you can get addicted to anything. Yes, exactly. True. Yeah. True. Uh, fair enough. Okay. Yeah. But yes, yes, it did kind of show sort of the issue of maybe. Well, the self-control, self-control, yeah. mm-hmm. self-discipline, which I, you know, as you know, the resident old man here, <laughs> I complain about all the time with the younger generations. And, and look, to be fair, it has a lot to do with not just the parents, but like technology and the way they're raised. Right? They have yeah, it's so cell accessible. phones. You have cell phones, and you can tap into the stuff. Pa- parents can't keep up, you know. And as like well. you know, I, I, you know, grew up in. A time when there was no internet, and then when you got internet, it was super duper slow. Like literally, one picture you would download overnight. You mm-hmm. know, you want one picture. You know, now <laughs> it's like if you don't get that picture, including myself, I, I, I'm I'm including myself in this in terms of the impatience. If a picture doesn't show up within like a second, oh my god, the internet on your phone, broken. yeah, yeah, you'll you start getting pissed off. Yeah, um, so. I, yeah. just, I just had a flashback of me in like 2001 trying to like load the Hustlers page. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm just like for, waiting forever for this thing. <laughs> well, to that's the thing is like back in the day, they, before the internet, they had BBSs, which you would connect into. It's like, oh, he's oh. my favorite droid. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and you would download like, like a, a nudie pic or whatever, and it would take overnight. Yeah. And no, you, 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 and, you'd have to and, come back the next day and just to if appreciate the, it. If the phone line like, cuts off because it was you know phone or if someone makes a phone call yeah, yeah exactly oh yeah uh you'd have half a picture <laughs> or part of a picture oh, right. but, i of course have never looked at such uh smutty materials yes, online yes. i'm a wholesome young man yeah. of and course i don't know what course. you're talking about to any to anybody who wants to sponsor this yeah um <laughs> while we're on that topic uh one of the things i enjoy that obviously the the chapter two thing that got leaked um I don't know if it, i mean yeah. the whole leak or not let's talk about that it could okay. be another marketing plan i'm not too sure but um, they did the one thing that I complained about a couple weeks ago in here, which is I miss some of the vanilla locations from mm-hmm. Fortnite. Yeah. Like some of the original locations that were fantastic, and they added them back in. Three of them that they added back in was Retail Row, Pleasant Park, and Salty Springs, mm-hmm. which uh, I loved Retail Row. Like I would spend like hours just playing there with my friends, and now it's nice that they've brought it back. And I've heard they've yeah. – they've because you had complaints that things were getting a little too convoluted, a little too complicated. It was just too much, like I heard forms of transportation. I heard like, they um, have scaled back 
for chapter two. They like, kind of brought it back. I think um, yeah, it looks like they, they still have, they have a mode of transportation. They have boats, mm-hmm. which I'm happy with. The planes were just too mm. overpowered. Being able to fly from one side to the other side immediately. Just, oh, that's it was no. It took the fun out of it. Like it took the fun out of like kind of trekking from one side of the map to the other side. So now they've got like boats with these canals. You can do fishing. Which is, like, an interesting th- thing to do in the middle of a battle royale, right? Everyone's killing each other. Only one man can survive, and you're fishing. <laughs> Getting that XP, yeah. Um, fishing in video games, I think, is having a bit of a moment. Oh, it, it has for the past couple of years. Red, yeah. Red Dead. Red Dead, Link's Awakening. Yeah. True. I, I spent, I still do, Final Fantasy Fifteen. I spent hours playing the fishing. Uh, they even had a huge, like, uh, like $35... Um, DLC just for fishing. Oh, it was, what? It was man. It was thirty five dollars. I think yeah. It was like it was like. I think a fishing rod costs like ten dollars. <laughs> right, just go actual yeah. fishing. But man, no, like fish. Yeah, fishing and uh, video games are making a big comeback. Mm-hmm. I, I'm all for fishing in video games. Just any kind of as a, mm-hmm. a mainly as a side gig. I wanted. I wouldn't want it to be the main game. Yeah. You know. What no. I mean? No. Yeah. But it is nice, to, and it kind of maybe makes the black hole make thematic sense if they're kind of like imploding what wasn't working and coming back to basics mm. it's like the new universe so to speak yeah. I mean and uh, knowing them they've probably got the next 10 seasons planned mm-hmm. out because mm-hmm. if they if they did 10 seasons and that's their chapter 1 chapter 2 has got to be another 10 seasons yep. they're probably going to have another narrative story play out over the course of 10 seasons very slowly so that's how you get people to keep playing exactly yeah. and, and changing it's, it's things working. up and it's been working it's going to continue to work i'm excited for it every it's each new season they're going to have to the, my only complaint is now they have to up the ante every time they got to up the like how do you up the yeah how do you up the game from like shutting down your servers for like two days and just saying no more Fortnite? <laughs> yeah i just i like watching that video and like People not knowing what was happening yeah. and like seeing the rifts and like the black hole and you know, like they're like what's happening? I love oh seeing people trying to decipher the numerical code. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. I love that kind of stuff. So, yeah, so definitely. Uh, I think a very bold but also it's a good, awesome yeah. move. Good way to get people back into it as well because it's like I said, I stopped playing around season seven, eight. Mm-hmm. I'm definitely down to try out chapter two because it's like it's like a restarting point. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Uh, a rebirth, if you will. Yeah. So I'm excited for that. Cool. Um, another thing that happened this week, uh, Riot Games, who makes League of Legends, made it, announced uh, a couple new games. I don't know if they announced any more, but I know the two that main people were talking about was this uh, competitive PC shooter named Project A, which is along the lines of like Overwatch. I'm not really big on the competitive shooter stuff, so... Watching that video, you know, with with uh, I think one of the head producers or lead developers over there, it was just funny just watching because she's talking about really like hardcore gamer type of stuff in terms of like, you know, make, we're going to kick out the hackers and we're going to make sure that these the yeah, server yeah. lag. Yeah, and, it was you know, an interesting like, way to promote a game. Yes, it's it's definitely not for the Tackling casual. The issues, yeah, not really for casual gamer. That types. was quite that was quite interesting for sure. Um, and, and one of the things they focused on was like I think uh, character picking. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? How you can uh, that happens at Apex as well. Sometimes you get screwed. You know what I mean? You yeah. you really want to play Lifeline? Well, there's an order. Uh, player one, two, and three, and it pick, gets picked in that order. Mm-hmm. So. You get kind of screwed sometimes like that. So it's I'm interested to see how they're going to combat that because uh, at least uh, nothing's coming to my mind right now how they would uh, combat that. 
Um, I think it's going to be good. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's got nothing to do with League of Legends, which I think is a good thing for them to uh, basically build, yeah. build a new IP, build a whole new world. Oh, absolutely. And with, with most like uh, hero shooters, if you will, is uh, they're very personality heavy. Um, yeah. Like it's which is so they're going to be able to create these new worlds, create these new characters. Uh, there's a lot of freedom in that, and Riot has done phenomenal uh, jobs creating characters uh, in the past. So hopefully, I, I wonder, like, uh, knowing them, they're probably going to put out, like, the cosplay schematics on their website as well because mm-hmm. they have a huge cosplay community in League of Legends. But there's not much information on that shooter. Yeah, yeah it's early stages. Yeah. Even the video they showed said early development. Obviously, you can tell the graphics mm. are, you know, they're not going to be the final ones. They're just trying to test the gameplay. It's just funny because coming from the old school of, like, when you played shooters, basically you are the same person like yeah. you playing yeah. halo other than you being red or being blue yeah you're a faceless mask wearing whatever and yeah. you're and you're you know you basically everyone starts off the same mm-hmm. right no one starts off with you know anything different and then you go and maybe get different weapons and whatnot but your abilities are the same mm-hmm. it's just funny now seeing like all these competitive shoes well you you get different classes and different characters and this person's good at doing that, and that's how you build a team, right? Mm. You don't want the same four people. Mm-hmm. You want, uh, okay, this guy is a healer. This guy, you know, so. Yeah, I wasn't expecting them to go in this direction, if you will, with, mm-hmm. like, first-person shooters. I would have expected another strategy-based game, mm-hmm. like their, like League of Legends or, yeah. or something similar, you know what I mean? I, I always thought that Riot Games would eventually do their own... Um, What's the word I'm looking for? Strategy-based game, kind of like StarCraft, WarCraft. Uh, RTS. RTS, yeah. yeah. I, I always assumed that they would have eventually done an RTS mm-hmm. game, which uh, – well, then the other game we're about to talk uh, yeah. about, that makes sense to me. Yeah. That Legends like a, of Runeterra. Yeah, that makes a, a lot of a sense A lateral move. Yeah. Because yeah. it's based on the the, uh, the IP of League Her- of Legends, right? Mm-hmm. Or exactly. Is- well, I mean it's like – it's based off of the success of Hearthstone, if yeah, you okay. will. Okay. Like Hearthstone, they basically took the uh, Warcraft, all the lore of yeah. Warcraft, and they're like, let's make a card game out of it. Same with League of Legends. You've got all the lore. You've got all the characters. Yeah. Why not make a card game out of it? You know, the, all, all the stuff is there. You just need to put it together. They did emphasize on this that there – yes, there is going to be microtransactions, but they're not going to be like loot boxes. So mm-hmm. it's not ran- – it is random, but at the same time, you can basically swap out. Like you pay for this wild card thing, whatever yeah. tier it is, and then you get the card and you don't like it. You can swap it for which is which other card in as long as it's in the same tier, yeah. right? So it's not random. You're not gambling. You know what I mean? You're not paying something hoping to get something. If you want something and you buy it and you don't like it, you can just swap it out for the other thing on that tier. Yeah, all the moves they've made on here kind of makes it feel like more of a real card game than anything else. Like like in, in a real-life scenario, if you went to go buy yourself a booster pack at, like, your toy store when you were a kid, you'd, you'd, un, you'd open yeah. up the pack, take out, take out the cards, look at them, and immediately trade the ones you don't want with the guy right next to you. Mm-hmm. So it kind of makes sense to me where you can, like, trade back the ones you don't want. Mm-hmm. And then also, like... Uh, one of the things they added is that you can buy the specific cards you want. Mm-hmm. Yeah. There's a limit to it, so you can't just buy them all in one day. But It'd that's be good. You know? Exactly. But, there, but that's also reminds me of real life. Like if you really want a specific card, go on eBay. Go get the card, you know? Yeah. 
And now, and so it's nice that they've added it as a no. function. You know, you don't you don't have to spend like countless amounts of dollars hoping that you can maybe get it in a booster pack one day. It's yeah. a nice way to make uh, this often very kind of like deep genre sort of more accessible. Mm. I love this game in theory, but I I could definitely see myself feeling a little intimidated by not only the amount of strategy but mm. uh, barriers like card availability, having to buy them. So this is kind of a nice way to maybe bridge that gap. Yeah, mm. yeah. For me, I personally don't play any of the thing because I never played Magic the Gathering uh, and so missed out yeah so it didn't translate over to the digital version of this and so you know it, there's a kind of intimidation in terms of the familiarity of just the gameplay mechanics yes and, yes you know I'm, all sh- that I'm sure that they'll make it sim- a simplistic though I'm sure if they made it like a franchise that I was familiar with, like uh, Fallout or something like that. Oh, I'd be yeah. like, oh, yeah, I'm playing that. You know what I mean? I was just talking about this with a friend the other day. Do you remember the Pokemon card video game for, yeah. like, Game Boy? Yeah, yeah. It made me the really want The card game for, for, for Game Boy? They made yeah. a trading card video game for Game Boy. Uh, no, you... I've never, I never, never played that. Yeah, I'm going yeah, yeah. to look that up. I'm yeah. excited. That sounds interesting, yeah. Um, I'm the same way, though. If you if you put stuff on cards, I'm in. No. it's. I think that they'll... they'll They'll learn from a lot of the other people who have been making their own card games. This is obviously going to get a, a cell phone app immediately. I think, like right from oh, absolutely right from launch, it'll be on a cell phone, which is a, a good thing. Get it into people's hands a lot easier. Um, and then, yeah, they're playing off of their uh, their audience and mm-hmm. like the the League of Legends audience. They're they're diehard. That's a diehard fan base yeah. as well. So I think. Yeah, as long as the game is good, they're not going to be. They're not going to make it overcomplicated. The same with like Hearthstone. You could do the tutorial in like a right. minute, in a minute. You know what I mean? And it's fairly understandable, not too complicated. Um, so it kind of sounds like yeah. with these two games, Riot is kind of speaking directly to their fan base. Oh, yeah. mm-hmm. and trying to create maybe kind of a brand new fan base or a brand new space. Definitely, especially with the competitive shooter. Yeah, thing. It's a smart sort of two pronged approach. I mean, I yeah, I would argue that they're only. Um, rival really is is Hearthstone. Now that I think yeah, about it, true. There, there are a couple other games that do something similar, but none that are as I'd say as good and have as big mm-hmm. of a fan base. Very true. So yeah, that'll be nice though. It's always good when there's competitors because it pushes each other to do better and come Absolutely. up with new things. Yeah. All right. Uh, next thing, Outer Worlds. The Outer Worlds launch trailer came out. It's coming out yeah. next week, Soon, October twenty yeah. fifth. Um, but the launch trailer came out. You know, it's it's it's. That same kind of Fallout humor, just in a in a new in a new oh, world. That's coming out on Friday, right? Uh, I think so. Whatever the twenty fifth is. Yeah, damn. I'm guessing. I'll, yep. I'll, next Friday. Oh yeah, I, I pre-ordered that. I'm kidding. It. I, that means I'm going to be playing it after the podcast. That's unfortunate. <laughs> <laughs> unless I don't know. Unless I get up early, we'll see. Uh, yeah, and, or you you did you digital download or physical? Uh, I digitally pre-ordered it. Okay, and then you'll be able to download it. They'll let you what pre-download it Thursday and then okay, pl- midnight. I'm sure at midnight they'll open it up and Hell say, yeah. "There we go." So if, we, I, if, I, if I'm if I'm tired at the podcast on Friday, that means I'll be there to talk to you guys about Outer Worlds. And yeah. then I, and I got to play a, a couple hour demo. Of yeah, it. you got yeah. to play. It, yeah, very smooth. Very. Uh, Seem very polished. I'm excited for the co- the comedy as well. Like, yeah, yeah, absolutely. This trailer, I had not really heard of this game until mm. this trailer. It rocked me. I mm. loved it. It was very funny. I loved the color scheme of it. Mm-hmm. The kind of like mm-hmm. candy coated, like purples and pinks going on. It, it, it gave me a very strong. Even with the music choice in the trailer, it kind of felt like a Guardians of the Galaxy mm-hmm. sort of vibe to me. And I was all in, all in. Yeah, I mean, I'm sure the game is 
fairly long. I'm sure it's at least probably like 50, 60 hour Ooh. game, which is, you know, pretty standard for those type of games. Yeah, for those like RPG like open world. Open world. You choose your own dialogue. That's, that's choose, standard. I yeah. mean, those are all like you can choose what your character looks like, what clothes they wear. You know. Oh yeah, no, it's gotta be that's gonna be sixty hours. Uh, probably with all the DLC included, I'd, I'd imagine it's gonna be like a hundred and twenty hour game. Yeah. Eventually, oh, eventually, God, that's what I say. I I complained about it last year. I complained about it again this year. All the good stuff comes out at the same time, and it sucks because it's like you got to pick. You know, yeah. That's, I mean, that's why I never finished Assassin's Creed Odyssey because um, what you call Red Dead Redemption Two came out like two weeks later, mm-hmm. three weeks later. And it's like an Odyssey was a great game. Yeah, so which now is, I, that's unfortunate. Now I still have to go back to that. Now I'm uh, playing, trying to play Death Stranding and God of War, and <laughs> just too too is it, much. Is, is it your first, is it gonna, is this just going to be your first playthrough of God of War? Yeah, I'm so excited for you. Yeah. That is such yeah. a phenomenal game. Like no one can ever give you that first experience again. Like I've I've, I've played the game three times now. Wow, and it's not, not way, nowhere near as good as that first, uh-huh. especially because I'm gonna assume you played the the first series, right? The no. first trilogy. Okay, well, you'll enjoy it still, but for, for like fans of the series, what, I I guess I can say this because it won't be a spoiler for you. But at some point in time, he gets back his he, he gets his original weapons from the first three games. Oh, okay, and it's such a huge moment for like genuine fans because okay. you thought that was gone forever. Mm. You know what I mean? I mean, right now, I mean, the graphics look great. Controls oh, yeah. are good. Beautiful story. Great yeah. acting. Yeah, yeah great absolutely. Acting. Yeah. So I'm definitely looking forward to it. And then after that, you know, who knows? I'll, I'll be able to have some time to start over on Last of Us, play the remastered. Yeah. Um, Depending on how, how much time uh, we spend on this. Oh, we, 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 yeah. We, when is uh, Last of Us Part 2 coming out? February? Yeah, ah, too soon. <laughs> I know the rest of the everyone else listening to the podcast is like, what are you talking about? Too soon. We want, we want it now. <laughs> like for me, it's like I I need to get through so many games in so long. Has, uh, has February always been a good uh, time I for games? Because so. I remember like a couple good games came out this year, February and last year, February. Hmm. Like, but like no, not like never really like the big AAA titles. Usually, like I remember like yeah. Dragon Ball Fighters that came out on a, uh-huh. on a February. Um, a lot of fighting games came out in February. I think it's a smart play to kind of go into those winter doldrum months because mm-hmm. what are you going to do but stay inside and play video Makes games? Sense, yeah. Yeah. yeah, and also you don't have to worry about all the other competition. Even if you yeah. are the biggest game, it's like still other people are going to buy this game and that game. It would make sense for me to like sell – if I was a company, I would sell my B games around February mm-hmm. you know, and then obviously sell the A games around November. Yeah. Hmm. Um, all right. Uh, speaking of games, best game selling, uh, NBA 2K20 is the best selling game. Surprise me. Yeah, it surprised the hell yeah. out of me too. Like, just as someone who does like sports games, but I just I don't buy them anymore, just because every year you're paying yeah. the, the same amount of money for like something that's marginally better than the. Well, than the appara- apparently, uh, 2K19, the, the the one that came out before this was. That was like the that was the one that saved the series from what I was uh, mm. hearing from fans. I, I, I've never played the games. I haven't played since like NBA uh, Street Two and Street Three, which I is, love the Street games. Mm-hmm. They needed to make a comeback. I know. Oh, I love them. I think that they added like the street modes in NBA. Oh, okay. I know that they added them in the new FIFA. You could do FIFA Street oh, in the new FIFA as like a sub kind of uh, game, which is nice. Rather than make a whole new game, they kind of added as added as a feature, yeah. which I think is cool. I think all the Madden should do that as well. It'd be, Absolutely. It, it'd be 
cool. little mini like NFL Blitz NFL, style. Yeah. That'd be fun, man. But I mean, now these games have like story modes. Like Madden has their own story yeah, mode. True, true. NBA 2K20 has its own story mode. I, I mean, 2, 2K19 story mode is what made it uh, yeah. sell so well as, as well. I didn't get to play it, but I was looking at it the other day because it's on sale right now, I think, for $10 on PSN. Uh, so I was like, you know what? I was, funny enough, relating this to, I was playing... Um, uh, I was playing NBA Street V3 on my friend's GameCube. Cause Hell you, yeah. Because you can play, you can as, play Ma- as Mario and yeah. Luigi and Peach. <laughs> we, we were, yeah. Literally, we were playing as Peach and Mario and Luigi, just playing the game, having the dunk contest. And then I was, uh, I, I went home and I was like, I was, I'm still craving some NBA. Mm-hmm. And I saw that it was on sale. So I did a bit of research on it. And that was the one that really came back for this series. So if it, w- it would make sense if they followed in the footsteps of 2K19 mm-hmm. and did that with 2K20, that it would be a success. Uh, I thought that it wouldn't have been so successful because of all the loot boxes, if you will, and the, the, yeah. gam- the gambling. Yeah. I mean, the straight up, like, here's a slot machine, this here's a roulette yeah. wheel. Like, <laughs> they're not even trying to shy away from it. Like one they of those were... spinning wheels with yeah. prizes, the prize wheel. Oh <laughs> yeah. my God, yeah. But um, from uh, speaking to my friend Brandon, he said he loved the game. Like, whenever I go on PlayStation, he's online either playing that or Apex. He's always switching up between the two. Um, so yeah, I don't know. I feel like now, now I have to get it. Yeah. I have, now, I, if it's the game, if it if it's sold the uh, the most this year so far, so far. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but uh, yeah, but I mean, it beat out uh, Madden. Uh, Madden came out. Uh... I wonder if that speaks to kind of. It does feel like there is a broader cultural shift from football to basketball. Mm-hmm. It beat FIFA twenty and Borderlands three. That's yeah. crazy. It is crazy. <laughs> yeah, I mean, what game would you say could beat it? I like. I thought it's not, it's not going to be Death Stranding as big as Death Stranding is going to be for this year. No, that's Death Stranding is one. It's an exclusive. Maybe on PS4. maybe Outer Worlds. No, is that? I a, mean, yeah, I mean, Outer Worlds will sell well. It's not mm. an exclusive, but I mean, it doesn't have the franchise IP of Fallout attached to it. Um, it's I still. Can see I think Pokemon making a play. Sword and Shield. Okay. That's true. Yeah, they do have the new Pokemon coming out. What blew my mind is that it beat FIFA 20 because NBA is very much like there are a few. Out, there are a lot of other countries out there in the world to play, but it's still it's a an very, American thing. It's still a very American sport. And then to have like beaten FIFA, which is an, an, an everywhere sport, yeah. <laughs> like that blows my mind. Um, but yeah, like well, and that's for best selling game. They're not even talking about like top grossing. They're not even talking about like the microtransactions. That's just oh the actual game sales. Yeah. Yes, um, that's yeah. that's crazy, man. Two K is just printing out money. Literally, yeah. And then and the amount of money they're probably making from those microtransactions. Oh my god. Yeah, no. EA EA is happy. They they don't care. They can screw up another Star Wars and still <laughs> and still feel fine. Oh. <laughs> uh. All right, um, here we go. Uh, World War Z Horde Mode announced. So this is a mm-hmm. game that uh, we played earlier in this year, and it was quite like a, a kind of a surprise sleeper mm. game because, you know, a lot of times when you have movie tie-ins to games, like think about like the best Batman games. They're not tied to the movies, yeah, right? They're, they're, all, their, they're all, thing, all their yeah. own thing. This is tied to the World War Z game, though – Really has zero to do with other than using the name and having tons of zombies. There's no story connection to it. It just just lives in that world. The game was, I think, only $30. And it was a blast. It's a four-player co-op. I don't know if you played Left 4 Dead. Yeah. I was going to ask if it's similar to that because I haven't haven't played It's uh, Left 4 Dead but from a third-person perspective. That sounds fun as heck. And it actually was a lot of fun. Controls are very simple, Mm -hmm. but you just – 
the best part is just hordes and hordes of zombies just keep coming. And so now they've taken the best part of the game for season two. Um, and apparently it's going to be free. Um, and put it in a, a – like instead of you traveling around and getting to certain areas where tons of zombies are coming, you in a one place. Yeah, and they just keep – They keep coming. And it looks like a blast. And they're, they're also doing two new areas, Moscow and New York mm-hmm. as well. And – yeah, I'm 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 very excited. I haven't played it in a while, but definitely this new DLC is going to get me back into to playing again. Like when you're playing, because we it was well, me, Dorian, and um, Caboose were playing it online together, and we just had a blast. Yeah, it's so simple, but yet so fun. I mean, it's, from what I've been told, it is the closest we're going to get to a, a Left 4 Dead three for yeah. now. Um, and then also, I know people were disappointed by uh, was it Days Gone. Yeah. The, yeah. The other, like that was, it was. It looked promising. I haven't played it yet. I saw some disappointing gameplay, like after the game came out, yeah. mainly regarding the motorcycle. <laughs> but just that thing is a horrible piece of machinery. Uh, but that yeah. tried to be more of a Last of Us. Yeah, than, that felt yeah. very but somber, like the, dour. The yeah. trailers like were showing these hordes of zombies that they promised these hordes. You know what I mean? And then like. I don't know. Like I, I, I didn't get that feeling from the game, at least watching any of the gameplay. So it's nice to see that World War Z is going to be throwing those hordes yeah. in your face, and you can just sit there mowing them down with friends. Yeah, that's it's a you know keep it simple, stupid mm. type of game. Like, Absolutely, and it, and it works. Yeah, it, it works. and it worked so well for Call of Duty with their mm-hmm. zombie mode. Mm-hmm. I think it's such a smart copy and paste kind of thing to do. Mm-hmm. Ooh, isn't Modern Warfare coming out soon? Yes, it is, it yeah. Is, it is. Ooh, that that might make a play. That I I think I think that might make a comeback as well just cuz uh yeah, man. Oh, I I we I spoke about this a while ago. I I'm still playing Modern Warfare Remastered. Mm-hmm. Like that game was my everything I, I mean, when yeah, it I'm, came out. I'm playing it like still like every day just for like 5 or 10 minutes or like even like an hour just to like hop in quick games. So I'm really looking forward to this. I think that might well, make a big what, play. What was that mode in the new one that's coming out the, where it's just 2 on 2? The 2v2? Ooh, fun. I think assault mode? I think it's called assault mode. I forgot what it's called, but it's like in a small map. It's, oh, it's, it's, like, it. it's like... Like think shipment because you played uh, Modern Warfare. Yeah, yeah. Think that map but with just two people. That sounds it's so two v two, and the, the what you start off is random. Well, so people, your weapon sorry, is yeah. random. Oh, I love that. So you, you know what I mean? Like yeah. you can't just be like, oh, I'm going to cherry pick and get the best weapon that I'm good at. So you could have a bazooka, you could have <laughs> yeah. a machine gun, everyone, you have a pistol. Yeah. Yeah. Everyone starts with the same weapon, but essentially, yeah, you're basically skipping the whole. I'm level forty. Look at me with my sniper rifle with all the attachments. Yes, and you're like, you're, no, we all have the same. And weapon. you're skipping yeah. the battle royale where yeah. you're like, I'm searching for someone in like. It takes me ten minutes. Like you're in this small room, and no you just go. Yeah. yeah, and they're over there. We're over here, and it's, more, and it's yeah. time to fight. It's realistic. I like that. You're not gonna, you're not running around looking for like gear to put on, like yeah. put on like some armor. No, if you're getting shot, you're gonna die. <laughs> yeah, and it really levels the playing field. That sounds like mm. my perfect mode. Yeah, and you know, games are supposed to be under a few minutes, right? Yeah, under mm. two or three minutes, yeah. and you're you're done. Yeah, and then you hop in the next one. So fun. That's yeah, so quick. I'm it's, looking it's, forward. To it. I'm also looking yeah. forward to the single player because I'm like one oh, of the yeah. people. That's like a mm. Call of Duty single player fan. I I, uh, I will say that that's the one thing that was going for the past couple of games. They still had a fairly good story mode. Oh, definitely. Mm-hmm. But they're I, very I, good yeah. at crafting like huge sort of gut punching moments in yeah. the story moments. Didn't like the multiplayer for the previous games though. But mm-hmm. um, yeah, the stories the stories have been great. Yeah, I just don't because I suck so bad at the multiplayer. <laughs> I just don't do it. So well, I mean, there was one like I think it was Black Ops Three. That was I had a lot of fun playing it, but it was just it was too much as well. The jetpacks, the mm-hmm. the wall running, 
all those things were like, yeah. I, I, like I want to be like a Na- Navy SEALs guy. Like I want to be like going through like like weeding through like the bushes, you know what I mean, trying to shoot people. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, so I'm, I'm, I'm looking forward to that. Nice. That could make a play, like you said. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, that one I definitely think could be, especially because they are branding like this is almost like a reboot, right? It is. It's, a, it's like Fortnite. Yeah. It's back to basics. Like mm-hmm. I'm more interested in this than the last previous few Call Same. of Duties. Same. Oh, for sure. Yeah, yeah. No, there's a lot of hype around this, especially from like, the old school people who haven't played it in years. Yeah, yeah they'll get excited like I just did mm-hmm. and be like, "Oh, Modern Warfare! I remember that." <laughs> yeah. Um, last thing we have on the docket here, uh, Red Dead Redemption 2, the PC trailer came out. In 4K? In 4K. Mm. Beautiful the, 4K. The lighting, the sort of like different shades of lighting in each sort of outdoor environment, it floored me. It mm-hmm. looks gorgeous. Yeah. The detail in the, in the environments. Yeah. Now, uh, can't we get that in theory on the PS4 Pro with a 4K TV? Yeah. Yeah, but I you mean, th- this to is going to be on another level, right? Yeah, it's going to. Uh, it's true. Yeah, the frame rates. I mean, it also depends on your card. Let's say you have a crappy card. Yeah, you're not going to get whatever. But let's say you have a high end gaming PC, then you're going to get something. And then there's still the mods it's, as it's, well. It's, it's well, oh yeah. yeah, it's what. The there's, all the, there's all the mods that are going to come yes. out eventually. Yeah, yeah. And it's it's 60 FPS for the 4K. Yeah, as well. Well, that's sexy. if you have. The if you, right if you have the right card. Yeah. Yes, the right computer. I, uh, I most certainly do not. <laughs> um, you know, I'm not really one of those people that, like, buy the same game again for the PC just to get the better graphics. So I'm not going to be getting yeah. this. But for one, for people who either never played it and maybe they're not console gamers, they're only PC-only gamers – this is great for them. Mm-hmm. And two, if you are one of those elitist people, like you have to have the best graphics possible, then this is another cool – The best way to do it. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Cool way to uh, I, uh, to play the game. I mean it's, it's going to work. I think I, I got swayed with uh, when Final Fantasy XV came to PC. Mm-hmm. I was like, why would, why would I? Why would I buy it? I already finished the game. Why you gotta, would I buy it? You got to play that fishing in 4K, my man. Sure. But that, gotta... that was it, man. Like I, I literally looked at some of the footage and I was like, this – Looks fantastic, yeah. mm-hmm. and then I ended up getting the PC version as well nice. for that exact reason. Well, no, nowadays my computer is a little lagging behind. I need to update it for sure. Yeah. Um, did you Did you play Red Dead Two? No, oh. I, I I missed it. Uh, it It was also a touch intimidating in scope to me. And it right is, now, all I it's it's a huge is, game. Yeah. All I have is a Switch right now, so okay. I've just been switching it up. Okay. Yeah. Uh, I would look into playing that game just because, from a cinematic standpoint, yeah. and I lo- yes, and I loved the first one. Yeah. I think I'm gonna when the PS5 comes out, okay. I'm gonna dive back in. Get that backwards compatibility going. Oh, they'll probably release a PS5 version. Updated. Oh, good point. Yeah, like cause remastered. I know, I know they did that with uh, with um, with Last G- of Us. G- well, and, oh, and GTA V. G- yeah, GTA V came out on PS3 and then on PS4 with more. Well, just more trees and bushes and more, <laughs> more animals and things like that. But they made it a bit more lively, which is yeah. nice. Yeah, and they added first person. Yeah, yeah, first I would definitely cool. recommend if you're yeah. into any type of westerns. Yeah, it is like. It's basically a Western movie. Oof, I the, love it. The realism's almost a little haunting at times. Yeah. That, like, that was the vibe yeah. I got from this 4K trailer. Yeah. It like made me feel melancholy. Yeah. Um, I, you know, personally, what I did was I didn't get distracted by the side missions. You just the, played through the story. Yes. Yeah. Like I didn't go hunting. I didn't go like fishing. Yeah, I did a little bit of. But like, did you play poker? 
just the once or twice mm-hmm. that they make you. But like, I just stayed away from all of the distractions and played this story. Yeah, and it was fantastic. I, yeah. I could not though. Like some of those interactions were just too golden to pass up. Yeah. Like, I mean, they're so good at just like capturing human moments, and they're like always on the margins, but. It just makes their game so immersive. Yeah. And I, yeah. Sorry. I was going to just say, like, I'm admittedly actually, I'm a fan of the first game, but I wasn't, like, a diehard. Yeah. Like, I was like, oh, well, there's some certain things they need to do. To... The second one doesn't. The yeah. second one takes all, like, my criticisms and complaints and actually uh, implements yeah. all, all the fixes. So I, I love how they put so much little extra things into that, like just to, just to, for the immersion and then also just for like cool effects. Yeah. Like I think one of the things I was looking up the other day is that there's a random chance of if you're just uh, taking your pistol and you're shooting it into the air while not looking in the air, there's I think a, there's a certain percentage of a chance of them spawning in a dead pigeon and then dropping it in front of you. So that it looks like you just killed. Like I love that. Like the random Hell yeah. I, I once bumped into the KKK. Wow. And like you can kill the KKK yeah. people, and they and it won't uh, mark you up as like a, a criminal. It won't like push yeah. you towards like you could, your your bad points because they're KKK members. They're, yeah. Or like what I did, I was just so I, I I thought it was funny bumping into them. I didn't kill them. I just like let them do their thing, <laughs> and they lit themselves on fire accidentally. <laughs> it was wow. hilarious. Um, no, I, I love those interactions. One of my favorite side missions, maybe you played this one, was you just have to like shoot bottles off of people's heads and they're like really drunk and they're no. tr- really drunk. They're so drunk trying to balance these like glass bottles on their heads and then you're drunk as well trying to shoot it off their I head. I love this. <laughs> it's just so bad. Yeah, there's definitely a lot of cool things about that mm-hmm. game and what you can do. And It's like never ending, like you said. Yeah, I, you can go hunting and then you can take the skins of the animals you kill and use them and then get someone else to like make outfits out of them oh yeah, yeah. that's really cool so, yeah. wow. you use your horse as an inventory and I love the realism for it because it's like mm-hmm. you need another weapon you gotta walk all the way back to your horse because it's in a bag on your horse oh wow gotta, yeah go fetch your weapon go walk back and do the thing you need to do yeah uh, but you know and then I- integrated with that it just had a great story yeah. great characters yeah. and like mm. voice acting and and that Everything. realism, man. Yeah. How is the? Uh, I I just remember from the first game, it, it mostly just has kind of like a guitar score, if I'm not mistaken. But there's that one moment where suddenly a song comes in with like a woman singing yeah. over it, and it rocks my world. Are there equivalent like musical moments? Yeah, yeah. yeah. There's yeah. great music yeah. in it. Ooh, yeah. Exciting. Yeah. So definitely, I would. There's check even that there's out. there's even um, there's even theater. Or oh, sorry, there's even you can watch like actors. You can do a there's a there yeah. they they have a yeah they have like black and white film, I I, uh, I think or like something like that. I remember yeah. um, what was it from GTA? They hired Michael, uh, the guy who played Michael in GTA. Mm-hmm. They used him as an actor, mm-hmm. but like as an actor portraying an actor or something. It was that's, very interesting. Yeah, oh, that's like, cool. Yeah, yeah. There's a lot of little tiny things. That, I like, like that. Though. I just can't imagine like them making that game. Just be like. All right, yeah. in this place, like this little thing that 90% of the people are not going to mm-hmm. even go past or do, let's work a ton of time just to have that, that oh, yeah. experience. you got to love that, though. I, I love the, that the fact that they went all the way for mm-hmm. that. You know? I, don't, I don't like the fact that they were working on it for years. And, and I wouldn't say secret, but essentially, like, they, had, they didn't tell anybody about it. You yeah. know what I mean? I love it when, uh, when I think, what was it? Horizon Zero Dawn, which was one of my favorite games when it came out, I think mm-hmm. 2016. Beautiful game. That was a game that, like, 
just they'd been working on that for years mm. like uh what was, was it I forgot the company but it was the people who made Killzone mm. they were like they hadn't done anything since like Killzone 3 or something and then like 6 7 years go by or, and then poof out of nowhere Horizon Zero Dawn and that was a fantastic mm-hmm. game mm. All right uh that's it for all the news topics I guess before we leave uh let's go starting with you Greg uh like, what are you playing right now? Yeah, as I mentioned, I'm a, I'm a Switch guy right okay. now, and I'm loving the Link's Awakening remake. Mm-hmm. Um, I find that I am really responding to cute games mm-hmm. lately, and this game is, like, the cutest game on the market. It just puts a huge smile on my face. The gameplay is so... I think Nintendo is so good at, like, towing the line between accessibility and kind of, like, strategic immersion. Mm-hmm. And this game really gets them both in spades. The vibe of it is so lovely. I just want to hang out in the town all day. The music is wonderful. It's just a nice game. Would uh, when the Nintendo Switch Lite was yeah. announced, was it any? Did you have any regret, or were you like, oh no, what I have, the regular Switch is fine? No, the regular Switch is fine for me. I like playing games docked to my TV. Okay, I probably do that. A little more than handheld. Okay. Yeah. So it's it's perfect for me. Okay. And also they had some announcements of not so cutesy games, uh, yeah. like Witcher Three. Yeah, yeah. It's coming and like out. Overwatch and, oh, yeah. and Jedi Academy or Outcast. Have you played The Witcher Three? No, I haven't. Dude, get no. it, get it. Yeah. I mean, obviously the graphics are gonna go a little uh, lower on yes. the on the Switch, but that is. Yes. A beautiful game, story-wise, yeah. immersion-wise, and combat-wise. I highly recommend it. I'm going to check that it, out. Yeah. It is a little... I'm a huge Mortal Kombat fan, and so when Eleven was announced for the Switch, I was very excited. Oh, that's cool, yeah. But the graphics, it is a little hard to walk past. Yeah. The gameplay is still very fun, but it is a little... Outer Worlds is coming on Nintendo Switch. I don't think it really? Yeah, Yeah. it's not coming out the same date. You know, it's not coming out October 25th, but they are building it for... Oh, fun. I can't wait. Yeah. So it's very interesting. That, I don't know why, but I just had a flashback to like. Um, well, we, I never played much Nintendo growing up as a yeah. kid, so I got all my knowledge of Nintendo through YouTube and coming to America and then making American friends who have played with Nintendos before. I think it was Kirby's Dreamland Adventure. Yeah, was or like it was. This, it was almost like a game of golf. Yes, I know exactly what you're talking like, about. Like, I really want another one of those. Like, yep. I really want them to make another one of those. That'd be do, amazing. Do you have a Switch? No, I, I'm trying to get one. Like, if you if you ever get one, and if you want like a very charming golf based game, there's an indie RPG called Golf Story hmm. that golf I inhale. It's an indie RPG. It's an indie RPG made that's, that's by. That's great. Uh, it sounds like. Are you from? Uh, uh, England, Scotland, I'm, uh, South Africa, South Africa. Yeah, I mislabeled that. Apologies. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't care. <laughs> Golf Story is made by like a European company, and it has a very kind of dry British sense of humor. I like that. I like that. Yeah, it's just it's a golf game that, that's an RPG as well. It's like I'd, if Pokemon was like about that. golf. It's great. That's, Highly recommended. That sounds fantastic. Yeah. I'm definitely gonna look that up. Yeah. What are you playing right now? Uh, right now, recently, I went back to Dragon Age Inquisition. Okay, that's uh, actually one of my favorites. Yeah, love the game. I didn't know there was a multiplayer mode. Is there? I never played they, it. They added multiplayer. I, I, I know I know. Uh, Mass Effect had multiplayer, which I played a little bit of. But How does that work? It, they just put the same the characters into a map and you fight you each, each other. other. Yeah. yeah, and then they have like a horde-like mode or whatever. Okay. But yeah. So. I, I don't play those games for multiplayer. Yeah. You know I mean? It was the same. I, I was kind of 
like interested. I was like, why is there multiplayer? But I got back into it because I recently uh, got all the DLCs, and mm-hmm. I was like, I'm going to go back into it, play it again. And then I also noticed my friends playing it, so I was like, hey, well, if we're both playing the game mm-hmm. at the same time and there's a multiplayer mode, might as well. May as well try that out. You know what I mean? I never got the second one. I played the first one. It was good, but I didn't love it. It was kind of like the, my reaction to the first Red Dead, where I liked it, but there was things I, Dude, I wish the, were better. The first Dragon Age for me is just... really, and then the third one I loved. Yeah, because. You know, I think uh, the, the levels on that yeah, were The great. second one was disgusting. The second one was the most linear, horrible game I, I've I ever play, played in my I life. tried to play yeah. it, and I was like, this, does, this doesn't feel like Dragon Age. Oh, it just it, felt it, like it, Not at else. all. There was no character. Cre- it was like, here's your guy. Go play the game. There was no character creation. You got to choose male and female. That was it. Yeah. And they just kind of threw you into it. Uh, Dragon Age 1, I loved the story. Yeah. Gameplay-wise, I've got a couple of quirks with it, but the actual story itself and the story trees and talking to each other, mm-hmm. that was phenomenal. Uh, Dragon Age Inquisition is... It's them coming back, and they, they yes. kind of saved their ass with that because Dragon Age 2 was so bad. But yeah, I've been playing a lot of Dragon Age re- uh, recently. Uh, got back into Skyrim again because Ooh. because why not? <laughs> you go uh, back. You go back to some big games. Dude. Like usually, when I go back to something, it's like a, one of those games that you can play for like five, ten casual. Minutes. Yeah. yeah. Well, the the, the reason why is because uh, there were a couple of mods I wanted to try out specifically. Mm-hmm. Like I'm playing as a Nazgul right now <laughs> from from Lord of the Rings because why oh, not? Yeah, why not? <laughs> so I'm, I'm playing as the Nazgul in Skyrim. That's I fun. love the imagination of of modders. Mm. Keep it up, modders. If yeah, you're there's a whole uh, like. <laughs> I'm a big Fallout guy, and there's like mod, like separate spin offs using just mm. the Fallout engine living mm. in the same world, not so official, full on like story and yeah. campaign and brand new characters. It's crazy. Yeah. Uh, but other than that, the most latest thing I've been playing is obviously Apex. Still loving Apex right now. The new map is great. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Yeah, I played a little of uh, the new map. I like it. It's just it's colorful. Yeah, I just nice. you know because I'm not familiar with it like I am with the first one. Not like I was an expert on the first one, but the first one I kind of knew where stuff was. Like yeah. this one, I like no idea. I'm just I'm just happy because it's like it's something you didn't know you needed. Yeah, playing the fir- playing the fir- uh, I played the first map so many times, but when I played the second map, I didn't realize I needed that little just. The, the different biomes, whereas mm-hmm. like the first map, everything was gray, desert area. Mm-hmm. Now at least you're running around. There's like there's the different areas, the different biomes. Yeah, and you can tell yeah. more easily where mm-hmm. things are, where you are, yeah, which so. is cool. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Um, for me, uh, I finished Control. They, they're going to have DLCs for that, so I'll play that again once the DLCs come out. So far, that's my favorite game of the year. Yeah. We'll see. You know, after Death Stranding and the Outer Worlds, I think those two might contend. For it as well, um, and yeah, just started Death Stranding. So Ooh, I'll be starting this weekend, hopefully. And so then, excited! Yeah, uh, and then I'm trying to think of what else. I've been playing a lot of like GameCube games. GameCube, I, like I don't know why. The Nintendo GameCube, <laughs> underrated. I I never had one. Yeah. Uh, my best friend just got his uh-huh. from back home. Uh, with what are you all, playing? Uh, we were playing um, Street V3. Yeah, yeah. We were playing uh, a lot of Mario games that I'd never heard of before, like Mario Strikers. Mario Strikers is fun. Yeah, that shit we were playing, is fun. playing a lot of Mario Strikers, Mario Party 4 through yep, 7. Yeah. Um, um, this game that I loved playing as a kid that I was so ex- ex- excited to see that he had it called uh, Sled Storm, Ooh. Uh, which was just like um, you're taking uh, snowmobiles and it's like a snow. Do you guys ever play SSX Tricky? Yeah. yeah. It's that with snowmobiles. I'm in. It's literally that with snowmobiles. Love it. I think it was made by the same company. Uh-huh. Not too sure. 
Um, but yeah, I'm actually now ordering like GameCube uh, games on eBay, I'm trying to get like yeah. I'm trying to get the original retro SSX. gaming. Yeah, man, it's man, been fun. They need to release the GameCube classic console. I would buy I'm that. Sh- I'm sure they will. One. I mean, they already have the Genesis, mm-hmm. the NES, the which, by the way, is now my SNES. new. F- we we got Asus a while ago. This is my new favorite controller of all time. I never the GameCube controller. I never ever used the GameCube controller uh, before in my life. It is now one of my favorite controllers is, of all time. It fits on your hand. Perfectly, mm. it's perfect. Nice. Which I mean, it makes sense that someone was telling me that they've made a GameCube controller for each version of the Nintendo since the GameCube. They do. I play Super Smash Bros. Ultimate with a Switch GameCube controller. It's the only yeah. way I'll play it. That's I've been told. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. All right. Uh, that's it for this episode of the Collider Games podcast. Uh, thanks for everyone who's been listening or watching us on YouTube. Uh, Josh, where can people find you? You guys can find me on Instagram at josh.toki, and you guys can find me on Twitch at josh underscore toki. And Greg, let everyone know where they can find you. Sure, Instagram and Twitter at smithlgreg. And give a listen to the uh, my podcast, Dope Town 3000. Mm-hmm. It's a freestyle hip-hop slash improv comedy podcast. We have people tell stories. We turn them into little rap musicals. Nice. And then you also do writing for... Oh, yeah, the, that's true. The Collider website. Just look for that byline on Collider. <laughs> yeah. And you guys can find me on Twitter at ThinkHero, Instagram, Dennis.TZNG. Make sure to subscribe to this YouTube channel, YouTube.com slash Collider Games. Subscribe to our podcast feed, which is the Collider Factory feed for this podcast podcast every single week and until next time we'll see you guys later stay little chico pitbull mr 305 better said mr worldwide and i'm here to tell you about my new podcast from negative to positive brought to you by my friends over at state farm i believe that to have success you got to play the game so that the game doesn't play you you know the biggest risk you take is not taking one it's very important that you make sure that you make the most out of your money especially when it comes to insurance state farm offers surprisingly great rates They have great agents standing by helping you personalize your coverage. All this is backed up by award-winning, easy-to-use technology. It's a great price with an even greater service. When you want the real deal, like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. We begin today's meditation with a few sipping exercises to remind us a little treat can go a long way. So pick up your McCafe iced coffees, close your eyes, and deep sip in. And deep satisfaction out. <sighs> Take a treat retreat at McDonald's. Right now, get a McCafe iced coffee in any size and any flavor for just 99 cents until 11 a.m. Price of participation may vary.